Ni hao, everyone. Or if you don't speak fluent Mandarin like I do, hello, everyone. That's Mandarin, the language, by the way, not the fruit. Welcome to episode three of the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast, the podcast that nobody asked for but got anyway. Myself and Francesca are still in deepest, darkest China, and this third episode concerns some goings on in one of the most populated cities in the world, Shanghai. Before we dive right into this episode, I just want to give a few quick shout outs. Uh, first up, my sister Katie Arnold. She uploaded last week's episode as I couldn't get on SoundCloud out here due to the Great Firewall of China. Also, shout out to Sam Summers, who described the podcast as, and I quote, awe-inspiring. Cheers, Sam. You replaced Alex Holborn as my favorite reviewer. And finally, I would like to give a shout out to Mr. Pancake, a restaurant where I recently had some delicious pancakes. Mr. Pancake, bring me some brunch. Fill me up until I get lunch. Cheers, Mr. Pancake. What a great guy. This uh, uh, podcast isn't sponsored by Mr. Pancake, by the way. I just really love Mr. Pancake. Anyway, time for episode three. Shanghai. We travelled down from Beijing via the bullet train, which I have to say was very comfortable and nicely AC'd. However, we were travelling at 303 kilometers per hour, and after some light research, I discovered that bullets actually travel at 2,500 kilometers per hour. So not quite as fast as a bullet, is it? I'm surprised nobody's had the creators of the bullet train with the Trade Descriptions Act. We stayed in the heart of Shanghai, right by the Jingan Temple, with our friends who have just recently moved out here, Steph and Luke. Steph has just started teaching out here, and like many others before her, she left the education sector in the UK in search of a better work-life ratio. Now, at 5,000 miles from Nicky Morgan, she certainly found it. We actually arrived at their place on National Teacher Appreciation Day, in which the pupils and their parents shower the teachers with gifts. I then pondered on whether there is a National Travel Podcast Host Appreciation Day. Um, there isn't. Shanghai is one of the most populated cities in the world, yet it's nowhere near as intense as Beijing, I felt. Feels a lot more spacious, even in the centre of town. There's also always something cracking off. Street dances, street karaoke, tons of street food. In fact, I think I've developed somewhat of a dumpling problem whilst I've been out here. They are simply delicious, but as I know all too well, a moment on the lips means a lifetime of back fat weight. Myself and Francesca were walking around town on a Monday at 1pm and wandered into some sort of talent show. Hundreds of punters were gathered to see performances from a singer with ballet dancers. Some dancing military cadets. and a brass band doing You're the One That I Want from the Grease soundtrack. Afterwards, what looked like judges came out and spoke. I have absolutely no idea what they were saying, so here's my rough translation. Well, I do like ballet and the military, but John Travolta has had the perfect career. What are you talking about? Have you not seen Face Off? You shut your mouth, that's my favourite film ever. I think that's a fairly educated translation there. Now time for a little segment I'm going to call Chinese Quirks. A great Chinese quirk is that you will regularly see old people walking backwards through the parks. When I first saw an old guy doing it, I thought he was like the local eccentric or something. Like there's old Bill again, walking backwards down the street. He'd probably be singing Elton John ballads with his cat in any minute. But then I kept seeing it again and again and again. So I did some research and it turns out that this practice is called retro walking. The idea being that you'll burn more calories if you walk backwards. I guess it makes sense, knowing that you could fall over into a pond or over a curb and crack your head open at any minute. Must certainly get the adrenaline going and the sweat dripping. I'm hoping to bring it back to the UK and step it up a notch with retro sprinting. 
It could be the way I lose my excess dumpling back fat weight. We also spent a day out in Hangzhou, which sits on Westlake, China's most famous lake. It's about an hour's train ride away from Shanghai, and some of you may know that it recently hosted the G20 Summit. We met up with another friend of ours called Steph, who lives there. That's right, we exclusively hang out with people called Steph. Steph then told us some of the lengths the Chinese government went to tidy up Hangzhou before the rest of the world arrived. Factories shut down for months to cut down on carbon emissions. Restaurants would have actual walls just built in front of their entrances to cover them up if they were deemed unsatisfactory. And Steph herself had to leave the country while the summit was happening. The thinking there being that if anything bad happened to a foreigner working in China whilst the summit was happening, then that would be really bad press. Steph didn't mind too much though. The company she works for paid for her to go to the Philippines for five days. So, you know, every cloud... Being two blonde western girls, Steph and Francesca were regularly asked to be in photos by the locals as we wandered around the lake. Alas, nobody asked for a photo with me though. As I looked on sadly at them both having a selfie with a family of four, I deduced my back fat was putting people off and bought some dumplings to cheer myself up. Thanks for listening to episode 3 of the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast. I hope these are getting better and you don't want to bash your head against the wall after listening to them. Also, if anyone from Mr. Pancake is listening in... Mr. Pancake. Yes, if anyone from Mr. Pancake is listening in, or even Mr. Pancake himself, I am very, very open to sponsorship deals. Not even bothered about cash. Just give me some more of those sweet, sweet pancakes. All music on this episode was by Bison, and cheers to Steph, Luke, and Steph again for making our time in Shanghai and Hanju so enjoyable. And last but not least, thank you, Mr. Pancake. Goodbye. Goodbye.